This message is brought to you by Croydon Tabernacle, a part of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. Our mission is reconciling the individual, community and the nation to God. Be blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you all. Good morning, church. Good morning, everyone. It's good to see you again. Wonderful people of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this morning, um, we're going to be talking about honor God. Honor God. And I'm trusting that the Lord, Holy Spirit himself, will speak, will expand these words in our heart. So that we will not just serve him for serving sake. So that we will not just serve for saying we want to fulfill all righteousness. We will serve God genuinely. Praise the Lord. Before I proceed, let's read um, the account of Moses in Numbers chapter 20. I'll read verses 6 to 12 in NIV version, New International Version, NIV. Numbers chapter 20. I'll read from verse 6 to 12. It says, Moses and Aaron went from the assembly to the entrance to the tent of the meeting and fell face down, and the glory of the Lord appeared to them. Before I continue, I'll just give a little bit of background. We all know what happened there. The, uh, the people complained, you know, like they would normally do, the children of Israel. They started off again. They started to complain, oh, we needed water. Oh, why did you bring us out of the land of Egypt? They wanted to drink. And they started to murmur. So when Moses and Aaron heard this, again, they went to the Lord. The Bible says in verse 6 that they, they fell face down and the glory of the Lord appeared to them, seeking the face of the Lord concerning what the people said. And in verse 7, the Lord said to Moses, he said, take the staff and you and your brother Heron, gather the assembly together, speak to the rock before their eyes, and it will pour out its water. You will bring water out of the rock for the community so they and their livestock can drink. So Moses took the staff. You see, this God that we serve, God loves us so much. You know, we sang that song that God, he, he, he knows our every thought. You know, the people, they just complained. They wanted water. Moses and Aaron prayed. And the first thing with this God that we serve is to make provision. And he made that provision. He spoke to Moses on, on what to do. Then so Moses took the staff in verse 9 from the presence, from Lord's presence, just as he commanded him. He and Heron gathered the assembly together in front of the rock. And Moses said to them, Listen, you rebels, must we bring you water out of this rock? Then Moses raised his arm and struck the rock twice with his staff, 
water gushed out. And the community and their livestock drank. In verse 12, it says, But the Lord said to Moses, But the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Because you did not trust me enough to honor me as holy in the sight of the Israelites, you will not bring this community into the land I give them. In the name that is above every other name. You know, we will not get to the point where what we say or our emotions or our hunger will deprive us, deprive us of the plan that God has for our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus. You remember Moses, you know, it was one of the ones that God said. He was the most meek in the whole world. You know, it was, it was so dear into God's heart that God could be proud of him anywhere. But because of people's behavior, you know, we need to learn a lot of lessons from this. Because whether you like it or not, you know, you cannot live in isolation. You cannot live alone. You will live with people. No man is an island. So we need to learn a lot. You know, Moses, a great man of God. You know, he, he was pushed to the wall. And he said what he should not have said. He did what he shouldn't have done. And because of that, the Bible said, said that he will not bring the community into the land. Now let's look at exactly what God said to him and what he said. You know, God said to him, take the staff and you and your brother Heron, gather the assembly together, speak to the rock before their eyes. And it will pour out his water. You will bring water out of the rock for the community. So they, so they and their livestock and drink. That's what God said. Now let's look at what Moses did. He, in verse 10, he says, He and Heron gathered the assembly together in front of the rock. All he needed to do was just to speak. But unfortunately, out of anger, out of annoyance, he said, listen, you rebels, did God say that? That he should tell them, oh, you rebels. God didn't. God didn't. Yes, now we can look at it. Thank God for our life because we have been redeemed by the blood. We have access to all this now. We can live our life based on this. We can use it to govern our life. Unfortunately, he did not have that opportunity. He was so hungry. He said, listen, you rebels. I'm sure God must have paused and said, what's going on? He now said something extraordinary. He said, must we who are the we? So is he now talking about he 
himself, Aaron, and God. So what's that saying is that it doesn't matter how your journey with God is. It doesn't matter where you are as a child of God. It doesn't matter whether you are the generals of all the general overseers. Look at Moses. He was more even more than generous of all the general overseers. But because he refused to honor God. You know, he, 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 he was, was he trying to make himself equal with God? Must we bring out? Must we, listen, Yuri, must we bring out water out of this rock? He now raised his hand, struck the rock again. Instead of speaking to the rock. That's why we must be very careful. In everything that we do. In everything that we say. That it must only be. To honor God. If it is outside what God has said. You better stop. And don't do it. Because if you don't. You know God will ask you. You will stand you will answer question. You know, he said, God now said, because you did not trust me enough to honor me. He did not trust God enough to honor God. In the presence of everybody to, to lift God up, to say, oh, people of God, for the next one hour, let's just begin to worship the Lord. Let us thank God, our God, the great provider. In annoyance, he said, must we bring out? You see, God will only deal with you based on what you have said, he has said to you, he asked you to do. God could have said, ah, this man was justified. The way we want to reason for God now. We say, our God, we understand Whereas God had already given his instruction. He refused to honor God at that point. Why? Not because he doesn't want to. Don't get me wrong. Not because he doesn't love God. But th that moment, that moment, he refused to honor God. And because of that, He could not lead the people to the promised land. And you know, enemy being the enemy, devil being the devil. You know, this had been something that has been from, from the past. But he refused to deal with it. The anger issue. He refused to deal with it. The enemy came back again. Got him. Even when he was dead, the enemy was still contesting for his body. Say, ah, this one did this. No, I must have him. Thank God for God of mercy. That sent the angel to, to make the necessary correction. Obedience to God is important. Obedience to the word of God is important. Do exactly the word God says you should do it. It's important. You are better off going to God in prayers if it is not clear to you. 
you and God alone. Table your request before him. Let him guide you. Instead of dishonoring God. You know, people sometimes will say, instead of giving all the glory to God, all the honor to God, they will say, ah, I was the one I built that. Oh, I built that department. I built this, I built that. Really? Where is God in this matter? Even the things of God, you say, you did it, you did, you did, you did. For what reason? Who gave you the knowledge, the ability, the grace to be able to do it? By saying that we are dishonoring God, we are saying, oh, it is only by your own might. Remember that, that parable of the rich fool in Luke chapter 12, 13 to 21. He was so rich. Yeah, he had plenty. He was now saying, oh, the, the thing I will do now is I will sit down, I will start to eat and drink, I'm full. And God, God took him away. All that you have, all that you've become today, it's only by God's grace. And you must give that glory back to God all the time. Whether you are the best in your field, it is not because you are, you are, you are a genius. It is because God made it so. So all the honor must go back to him. You remember Heli and his children? Eli and his children in uh, in First Samuel chapter two. First Samuel chapter two, twenty nine to thirty. I'll quickly read that. You remember the story of Eli. His children, they did all sort of things. They did all sorts. They would go to the temple, the sacrifices that was meant for God. They would take the best part. The best part that was specifically meant for God. Uh -uh, they would take it. They would take people's sacrifices without fear. They would do whatever they like with it. In verse 29, 2 Samuel chapter 2, 29. He says, why do you Scorn my sacrifice, an offering that I prescribe for my dwelling. Why do you honor your sons more than me? By fattening yourselves on the choice part of every offering made by my people Israel. Verse 30. Is this therefore the Lord? The God of Israel declares, I promised that members of your family would minister before me forever. That was God's promise for the household of Eli. That members of your family will minister before me forever. He says, but now the Lord declares, far be it from me. Those who honor me, I will honor. But those who despise me will lie disdain. You cannot dishonor God by taking what belongs to God. And you want God to be happy. I believe that this word is coming to all of us at this time to quickly 
quickly without hesitation check ourselves. You know, in our service to God, how are we dishonoring God? Do you just do things anyhow? You know, like the sons of Eli did, yeah, they just thought they can take the law into their own hands. Do you give God sacrifice anyhow? Do you give to God anyhow offerings? He will say offering time, blessing time. Do you just give to God anything? You know, you must not dishonor God. Everything that you have, they belong to God in the first place. If God says, I want everything, what can you do? You have to give them away. You have to give them away. So, Eli, here, you know, he missed it. He missed the plan of God. Him and his household. Why? Because Eli could not control his, his children properly. Eli was like a, 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 an indulgent father. Like some of us would do sometimes, our children will allow them anything. When the Bible says that we should train up a child in the way he should go, that when he is old, he will not depart. Some of us will just accept anything from them. Sometimes we, they will say, Oh, I want to go and I want to go and do this. And you, the father, you already know where that was going to end. You'll be thinking because you don't want to offend them. Let me allow them. You know, look at Eli here. He had served God all his life. But he did not do the right thing. He allowed his children to dishonor God. Another example is Samson. You remember Samson? He had everything. He was a Nazarite. But unfortunately, the issue of Samson, it is the he will always go and do the opposite of God asked him not to do. He dishonored God at will. We all understand what, what happened to him in the end. You know, when some things are happening to people, even in these our days, when things are happening, we need to check. We need to look at it, most especially to children of God. Most especially you and I. When things are not going well, you need to go and check. Is there an area of my life that I'm dishonoring God? Are there areas? You remember Ananias and Sapphira as well? They dishonored God. It was their own property. They owned it. Instead of saying, okay, yeah, this is my money. I sold it for 100,000 pounds. I want to give the church 50,000 pounds. Uh, the church, will the church say no? The church will not say no. They say, ah, thank you very much. But they, they dishonored God by saying, oh, that is all that we sold it. Instead of declaring everything. How to honor God? How? Number one, you must honor God with what you say. Don't be negative. Stop grumbling. Because when you do that, they dishonor God. They dishonor God so much. That's why God was always on the case of the children of Israel. Why? Because they grumble too much. They murmur too much. 
And you know that whatever you say, the Bible says that you will give account. You will give account. You know, Jesus said in Matthew chapter 12, 36 to 37. He says, but I say to you, Matthew 12, 36 to 37. He says, but I say to you, that for every idle word men speak, they will give account. They will give account of it in the day of judgment. Everything you say, that's why you can't just talk anyhow. Your speech must honor God. You can't be in the garden of people where they are dishonoring God. And you are, you are comfortable there. You can't be in the garden of people where they say, oh, uh, the flesh, flesh is not wood. It is okay to fornicate. It is okay to, to, to commit adultery. Which is contrary to the word of God. That is dishonoring God. You can't be in, in an office and you are, they are stealing from that office. And you allowed it. Even though sometimes you say, yes, I, I'm not the one that stole it. I, I'm not part of them. But you are aware of it. Passively. Thou shalt not steal. You are dishonoring God. In every area. So, honor God with what you say. Number two, honor God with your finances. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 9. Proverbs 3 9 says, the, Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of your increase. Honor the Lord with your possessions. Honor the Lord with the first fruits of your increase. It's an honor to God when you give to God genuinely. When you don't give, know now that you are dishonoring God because God says you should honor him with your substance. Number three, because of our time, honor your father and your mother. We know that. Honor your father and your mother. That's in Exodus chapter 20 verse 12. And in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 1, it says it's the only commandment with a promise. And it's true. It says, honor, the Lord, honor your father and your mother so that it may be well with you. You have to, you know, when you dishonor your father and your mother, you are dishonoring God because you are going against the word of God. Yes, some fathers are so wonderful. Let me just use that language. But that does not give us the liberty to dishonor them. You could start from the place of prayer. Start to pray for them instead of dishonoring them. Because when you dishonor them, no matter who they are, you are disobeying the word of God. And we cannot disobey God's word. When we do that, we dishonor God. And we don't want to dishonor God. We don't want to. I know this, this might be a touch, a touchy um, um, conversation with some of us, but it is the truth. It is the truth. Go to God in prayers for God to help. Honor your spouse. Honor, when you honor your spouse, you, you are honoring God. It is not that spouse alone that you are honoring. You are honoring God. You are honoring yourself. First Peter 3, 7. First Peter 3, 7 says, Husbands, likewise, dwell with them with understanding. 
giving honor to the wife as to the weaker vessel. Giving honor. We men, most especially we men from where I came from, what we want is the woman to give honor to us, not for us to give honor to the woman. But the Bible is saying you should give honor unto them. A lot of issues we have in marriages today is because we men, we don't want to give honor to the woman. And it's causing a lot of issues. So give honor. He says, give honor to the wife as to the weaker vessels. In Ephesians chapter 5 verse 33. Ephesians 5 33. It says, nevertheless. Ephesians 5 33. It says, nevertheless, let each one of you, in particular, so love his own wife as himself. And let the wife see that she respects her husband too. You too, you must honor your husband. Respect your husband. If there is one number one thing that men love most, is when their wife respect them. It's when their wife honor them. I'm sure wives, you are mothers, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. It, it is important. When, when you respect, honor your husband, you get whatever you want. You get whatever you want. And also, you are honoring God as well. You are honoring God. Another one quickly. Uh, honor church leaders. First Thessalonians chapter 5. First Thessalonians chapter 5, 12 to 13. He says, and we hold you, brethren, to recognize those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you. 13. And to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake. Be at, be at peace among yourselves. To esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake is the word of God. You must honor the leaders, the pastors, the general overseers that God has placed over us. You must not say, no, that one, no, no, this is wrong. You may not like them, but you have to do the word of God. You have to do the will of God. When you honor them, you are honoring God. Yes, a lot of pastors are yeah, we've done so many things, done so many things that makes people want to dishonor. But the word of God says you must honor them. The best thing we can do is to be in the place of prayer for them. Even if you have issues, go to them privately, not dishonoring them publicly. It's the word of God. Number seven, the Bible says that we must honor the government. We must also honor the government. I know for some of us that come from where I came from, it might be difficult for, for many of us. But the Bible says we must honor them. We must. You know, in, in, in Romans chapter 13, 1 to 2, Romans 13, 1 to 2. It says, let every soul 
be subject to the governing authorities. He says, for there is no authority except from God. The person you are, you are really you are hungry with, he can't get there if God does not allow it. You know, he says there is no authority. No authority at all. Yes, even though now we can use our mind, you know, our intellectual to think about so many things, to permutate so many things and say, ah, ah, no, this one, God did not put him there. Ah, ah, this one is a regain. Ah, ah. But the Bible says there is no authority except from God. And the authority that exists are appointed by God. They, they are appointed by God. God knows they will be there. Some people are appointed in a place, sometimes because of the days of evil. You remember God even used unbeliever king to bring his purpose to pass. He used King Cyrus. He used King Ahasuerus. These people, they were unbeliever. They were not from Israel. He used them to bring his purpose to pass. So we must honor the government. And lastly, we must honor others. Honor one another. Romans chapter 12, verse 10. Romans 12, 10. It says, be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love. In honor, giving presence to preference to one another. In honor, we should honor one another. We should not think of ourselves too highly than other people. Honor one another. When we do all these things, even many more as well, we are honoring God. We are honoring God. When we, when we obey the word of God, we are honoring God. And there are a lot of benefits from that. A lot of benefit. My prayer is that God, God himself will continue to uphold you and I. In the mighty name of Jesus. To continue to honor God all the days of our life. In everything that we do. In our relationships. You know, we will make God a priority. We will make God number one. When you make God number one, you know, you are honoring God. The Bible says, acknowledge God in all your ways, and it will direct your path. When you acknowledge God in everything you do, you are honoring God. God has to be number one. You know, go on, going on your knees has to be your priority. And my prayer is that God will, God himself will empower us in the name of Jesus. Please, let's be on our feet. First of all, I want you to close your eyes and just begin to, to ask God for mercy. You know, is there any, any area, even the one, that, the one that we didn't mention today, that you know that you have dishonored God, you have not honored God the way you ought to? I need you to speak to God yourself. I need you to speak to God yourself and I need you to, to come into repentance. 
coming to repentance. Remember one of the words that God said to, to Samuel. God, God, the word that God said to Samuel. In that first Samuel chapter, chapter 2, no, God said to Samuel to tell Eli. And he sent a prophet to tell Eli. He says, I will honor those who honor me. You know, you are, you, are, you, are, you are asking God, you are praying for, for God to lift you up. For God to take you to a level that he wants you to be. You need to be in the right standing with God. You need to, to completely repent of areas you have been dishonoring God. Times you are supposed to fast and pray. And you have allowed food to deprive you. You know, times that you are supposed to honor somebody else, honor your brothers and sisters, that you have dishonored them. Times that we have used our mouth, our mouth, you know, to, to, to dishonor God at will. Times that we have refused to follow, use our mouth to, to discredit the government, our leaders. No, we can, let's come to repentance. Let's ask the Lord for mercy. Ask the Lord for mercy. And this morning, if you are here, if you have not given your life to Christ, this is another opportunity, another moment. When you are not in Christ, it's a dishonor to God. Because God loves you so much, He gave His only begotten Son. So if you are here, you have not given your life to Christ and you want to surrender your all to Him, Please, can you just raise your right hand up and wave your right hand hands to the Almighty God? If you are here this morning, you want to give your life to Christ? You want to surrender your life to Him? You want to say, Lord, from now henceforth, I will honor only you. In my deeds, in my behavior, in all that I do. Please raise your hand up and we'll pray together. The rest of us, why we continue to pray? I'm sure this word, God must have used this word to say one or two things to, to everybody. So that we don't continue to dishonor God. So that we don't continue to, to take something else above God. Lord, we thank you. Now let's pray. Let's say, Heavenly Father, help me to honor you in all that I do so that only your name will be glorified. Please turn that into prayers. Father, please help me. Father, I beg you. Jesus, I beg you. Lord, please help me, help me, help me, oh Lord, to honor you. In all that I do, oh Lord. In all that I say, oh Lord. In my actions, in, in the service I give to you. Help me to honor you. Help me to honor only you, O oh Lord. So that only your name alone will be glorified in all that I do. You alone will take all the glory because all those glory belong to you only. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you. We honor you, Lord. Glory be to your name. 
Heavenly Father, we are grateful. I said for our thanksgiving in Jesus' name. You said you will honor those who honor you. We have made it a fresh commitment from henceforth that in all we do, in our service, in our giving, we will honor you. We will not take what belongs to you for ourselves. We will give you all the glory. We will not take our tithes and our offerings for ourselves. We will give them to you. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, we pray. Thank you for listening. We hope that you were ministered to through this message. If you have any comments on this presentation or would like to contact us, our address is 38 to 40 Parsons Meet. West Croydon, CR03SL. To speak to a member of our team, you can call us on 0208-688-466. Our website address is www.croydontabernacle.org.uk. Thank you and God bless.